Hey guys, this is James. And Greg. We're the co-hosts of the Sports Dance Podcast, a weekly podcast recapping all the news, sports, daily fantasy, and anything else you can want to know in the sports world. If you like blazing hot sports takes, you like a little bit of humor, maybe a little bit of murder. No, just kidding. All sports. But follow us, uh, Greg. On Twitter at SportsStands underscore. You can follow James at SportsStandsJ. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, we got it all. At Boom. the SportsStands. And, you know, just check us out. You're going to love what we bring to the table. Every single week, hot takes, nothing less. The Sports the Stance. Stance. Hey guys, welcome to the Sports Dance Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Cowan. As always, here with you every single week, giving you my stance on sports. So it's Friday, you know, relaxing time. And I uh, was thinking to myself, haven't done a podcast all week. That's fine. Again, by myself, it's cool. You know, I appreciate this time to think and reflect on myself. But then it came to my mind, NBA playoffs start tomorrow. And what could be better than me just giving at least my predictions, first round picks, who I think is making the finals, why, we're going to keep it simple, folks. All we're going to do, I'm going to go through each of the matchups. Luckily, there's only eight, so you don't have to worry about me getting long-winded like I am in this intro. But all I'm going to do is go through each matchup, pick my winner, and I'm going to give you one reason why I think they're going to win that series. Plain and simple, don't need to go that analytical into everything. I'm not ESPN. I'm not Fox Sports. If I was, I'd be on TV. I'd make a lot more money. And I wouldn't be allowed to, you know, crack open a cold one as I'm getting ready to do this. I mean, it's Friday. Let's relax a little. Grab a drink. You know, just sit back and listen to my NBA picks. Let me know what you think. Maybe you agree with them. Maybe you don't. It doesn't matter. So we'll get right into it. Looking at the playoffs, you know, eight series going down. Interesting thing to me is most of these series, it's one team has a 3-1 lead in the overall regular season matchup. Three of them are tied at 2-2. Two and two. You have the Celtics and Bulls who were tied 2-2. Two, two. The Spurs and the Memphis Grizzlies. Kind of a shocker there that they split their season series. And last, certainly not least, you also had... Who was it? Wow. I was super prepared like two seconds ago. Huh. No, never mind. It was only two series tied 2-2. Two, two. Throughout this whole thing. Then you have the Warriors who have dominated Portland all season. 4-0. And every other series is 3-1. So, you know, it's an interesting split. You have a lot of teams that should win their series, especially in the first round, pretty handily. But we're going to dive right into it. I'll do East Coast, West Conference, all split. So, you know, you won't get that confused as I just did with trying to figure out exactly who was season series tied and who wasn't. Because I come prepared when I podcast. Sorry about that, guys. So, let's just jump right into it. We're going to start with, you know, I'm going to go with the middle and work my way out. I want to do the top seeds last in each conference because those are the ones you expect. Pretty easy predictions. It's the ones in the middle, you know, don't get as much attention because you don't expect a lot of those guys to do much. Let's be honest. You expect it to be Cleveland Warriors all over again. Uh, you know, maybe that's what I'm going to do. Maybe not. Wait till the end and find out. Or you get to skip to the end. When I say it, your call. All right, so let's start with the three six matchups. 
because why not? It's my podcast. I can. So you have the Toronto Raptors facing off against the Milwaukee Bucks. You know, Raptors lead the series 3-1. Only time they lost was Milwaukee's last matchup, beating them 101-94. Plain and simple, Toronto should win this series. That's who I'm going with. You have Kyle Lowry back. You have DeMar DeRozan. The bench is pretty good with P.J. Tucker. You know, you have Ibaka solidifying that front court. And Giannis disestablishmentarianism can only do so much. I mean, I'm I'm going to say that name for his last name instead of his actual one because I can't actually say his actual last name without sounding like I'm a child fumbling over my words and learning how to speak for the first time. So plain and simple, Toronto is going to win this series. They're going to move on to the next round where they have a chance to either face Cleveland or Indiana. I think we're already going to know where I'm going to go with that. But plain and simple, Toronto just, my reasoning is, too many stars, too many good players that will overall dominate the matchups throughout the board. I mean, it doesn't get much simpler than that. Milwaukee may take one game at least, you know, maybe push it to five games. I don't see it though. I see, uh, you know, five games maximum. I don't think it's going to get six or seven unless Milwaukee really picks it up. All right, so we're going to move on to the Washington Wizards versus the Atlanta Hawks. All right, so now you have the Wizards. Great streak in the second half of the season. They were phenomenal. Atlanta won their only game early on in the season in October with the one 114-99. You know, this is going to be a fun matchup to watch. The Hawks, you know, Paul Millsap is going to have to really step it up in this series for them to even have a shot to push it and maybe get out of that matchup. But Washington, as we saw, kind of up and down. If they play like they did in the first half of the year, they're going to get bounced. But if they keep up what they've been doing in the second half, they have a legitimate shot to actually run the table a little bit. Not a lot. A little bit, though. I mean, John Wall, Bradley Beal, you have the Polish hammer in the center. Uh, I basically give it to them just because of that. I'm part Polish. Why not go with the guy from Poland that's representing? But no, in general, the Wizards could have been a top number one seed at one point. We were thinking about it with how they were playing. But they ended up as a four. I think it fits them well. They're going to have a nice... uh, They actually could have a path that's easier to get to the finals than other teams. Not NBA finals. Don't get crazy, folks. I mean, Easter Conference finals. But still, Washington's going to win it. I know I'm going to give one quick reason. I'm kind of going on. But just in general, Washington just overall, they're a better shooting team. They get... John Wall, who's averaged double-doubles, I think, almost every game this year. You know, they're a high-assist team. They're going to do what they always do, and they're going to be running the floor, and Atlanta doesn't have much to stop it. So those are my picks for the middle games. I have Toronto and Washington, 3-4 seed, moving on. I know, pretty boring, but oh well. What are you going to do? So let's look at these other series. You have Cleveland, Indiana. Who am I going with? LeBron. What's the reasoning to go with the Cavs? LeBron. I mean, do I have to say anything else? LeBron's going to push this team to the next round no matter what. It's what he does. It's what he's been doing. PG-13 can only do so much for Indiana. Lance Stevenson blowing in LeBron's ear is not going to change much. Love and Irving will get their share of points. Uh, The only thing that's really stopping Cleveland right now is if somehow a big man can take over a series completely because they don't really have a big guy to stop him. But... 
Indiana sadly does not have that. They have one guy that can do work on that team. It's PG-13. He can only do the, so much for that team. Cavaliers took the season series 3-1. The only time they didn't was when they lost. First game of the season, or uh, not first game, but early on in the season, 103-93. I mean, let's just all hope for one thing. If it can all be like their last matchup where it was a 135-130 slugfest, it's going to be a fun series to watch. Um, I say this game, I say the Cleveland sweeps this series. Plain and simple, they're going to take it in four games. I think get that rest that the older guys need, especially LeBron with all those minutes he's played over the past eight, nine years. And, you know, they sit comfortably going into the second round. All right, here's the series I'm actually interested to watch, though. The Celtics as the number one seed. Everybody was excited for them, especially in Boston. But you know what? I actually think it gave them a worse draw. They have Chicago. Chicago, yeah, we can make fun of Chicago all we want. Wade, Rondo, don't old men don't seem like they have it anymore. But guess what? Chicago can still play. Jimmy Butler can step it up. Wade can, you know, pull it in for a few games if he has to. Rondo going against his old team, the team that he won a championship with. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder to maybe, you know, show up a little bit, show off a little more. I'm worried if I'm a Celtics fan. I mean, this is a series that you think would have been locked up. If it was Cleveland, I would have given it to Cleveland right away. This one I have to pause and actually think about it. Mainly because Chicago's sneaky. They have a series tied 2-2 in the regular season. So you know they have the confidence to beat the Celtics. What's going to happen? Celtics are still going to win. Don't worry, Celtics fans. James, if he was here, would probably be giving an evil glare and yelling at me for all of this. But it will get forced to six or seven games, I believe. I think the Bulls rough up Boston a little bit. You know, I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Got to be a lot of banging down low with guys. Um, and you got to be careful. Boston, this could be a trap series and you don't even know it. You probably do know it, but I'm saying it because I want to sound like I'm smart. Plain and simple. So, Boston, you get out of this series, you win it 4-2 at least, but I think it goes six games, tires you a little going into that next round where you'd be facing the Wizards. All right, I'm going to jump to the Western Conference now and go through their first round because might as well just keep it all going in unison. So, first round matchups, 3-6 seed, it's the Houston Rockets versus Oklahoma City. It's the battle of the MVPs, plain and simple. One of the guys on each of these teams is going to be the MVP of the league. James Harden, Russell Westbrook. Everybody's going to argue for Harden. Westbrook should still get it. I don't care if he acted like he's supposed to be the MVP all year, if he played to just be MVP. Let him. What else is he playing for? He has no shot at the NBA Finals. He knows this. They only lost eight less games than they did with KD last year. Very impressive, actually, when you think about it. He averages the first triple-double since the big O Oscar Robertson for a season, and he broke the record for most triple-doubles in a year. I mean, if that's not MVP caliber, I don't know what is. They keep showing all the Oscar Robertson things, showing that the year he averaged a triple-double, Wilt Chamberlain averaged 50 points and 20-something rebounds. Bill Russell won MVP with, like, 20 points and 20 rebounds a game, only because his team won. I understand. Winning matters a lot and how important you are to a team. Take James Harden off the Rockets. They probably get 40-something wins. Take Russell Westbrook off Oklahoma City. They get like 20 at most. I mean, the guy is important to that team. He was phenomenal this year. But we're not here to talk about MVP. 
even though I just did. We're here to talk about the matchup. Houston takes this. They're a better shooting team. Three-point bonanza is going to be happening on the Houston side. Oklahoma City won't be able to keep up. The Rockets are basically a mini version of the Warriors. We saw what the Warriors did to OKC this year. We've seen what Houston can do to the uh, Thunder this year. Plain and simple, Harden's going to have a good series. Westbrook will have a good series. But in the end, it's the teammates around you that's going to decide it all. And the Rockets are just better. They have a better shooting team. They have Lou Williams. They have Eric Gordon. They have Anderson. They're all going to be reigning from three. Nobody's going to stop them, especially when OKC's next best shooter is their backup center and canter. So Houston goes on, you know, either to face San Antonio or Memphis. The other matchup is the 4-5 seed, Clippers-Jazz. I like this series. This is going to be a fun series to watch, mainly because the teams have the exact same record. Clippers won the season series 3-1. I don't think that matters a lot right now. Utah is a tricky, tricky team. They're one of those teams that can sneak up on you, take you down, and you don't even see it coming. Uh, you know, Gordon Hayward, Derek Favors. Uh, I can't think of the center's name off the top of my head. I think it's like Goldbert. Um, but a good team. L.A. is going to struggle in this series. We know how they are in the playoffs. Can they push it and get to that next round where they most likely are going to be facing the Warriors, unless you're Damian Lillard? Uh, yeah, they're going to get there. Utah, though, it's going to go seven games, plain and simple. I don't think this series is a sweep. I don't think it's five games. I think it goes all seven. These teams are going to be exchanging, exchanging blows back and forth. Um, but L.A. wins mainly on the back of Chris Paul. I mean, Chris Paul is a playmaker. He's going to make those plays, dish it out. Jamal Crawford coming off the bench. It's the bench of the Clippers that I actually think end up beating the Jazz. Because when the starters aren't in, the Clippers bench is just better. So in this series, it's the bench that makes the difference. Especially because when you have Jamal Crawford coming off your bench, who can put up 20, 30 points any given night by himself, it's a difference maker. So there you go. I'm giving it to LA over Utah, but I think it goes seven. All right, next up we have San Antonio, the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Grizzlies, three, four years ago, I would have given them a chance in this series. San Antonio is going to do a clean sweep. I think it's just like the Cleveland side with Indiana. It's a good matchup for them. Memphis, yeah, they tied the season series. They're a feisty team, but if San Antonio is healthy, if Kawhi Leonard's on top of his game, if Aldridge is doing well after his whole little, not little, I mean his heart issues, um, but he seems to be back and doing fine. If all that's good and dandy, San Antonio is going to just destroy and walk right through, making it to the next round against Houston, where things will get interesting. Overall, though, it's the San Antonio defense that really capitalizes and shuts down Memphis, giving them the best shot to win. I mean, outside of one game, Memphis never broke 90 points in general, just 90. It was, they scored 90, 89, 89, and the only time they ever broke that was they won 104 to 96. And my guess is if you looked at that stat sheet, maybe everybody for the Spurs wasn't playing that game. That's my only idea of how they could actually win that one. All right. Last but not least, you have Golden State Portland. Let's be honest, guys. I shouldn't even have to do this. Damian Lillard says Portland's going to win. It's adorable. Damian, I mean, I like you. You're pretty good. CJ McCollum had a great year last year. Not as great this year. 
I love the fact that Harkless stopped taking three-pointers just to make 500K. I mean, a lot of nice little things about you guys in your season. The fact that you even made the playoffs after how your season was looking and trending, it didn't look pretty. But Golden State is Golden State. It doesn't matter if Steph is shooting cold from the floor, if Klay Thompson's shooting cold from the floor. KD's there. And if he's having an off night, Steph's there. If he's having an off night, Clay's there. If he's having an off night, Draymond Green will pick it up somehow because that's that's what they do. It doesn't matter. And outside of one game, these games haven't been close. The only time Portland came close was their game in January where they lost by two points. So it's been a while since these teams have seen each other. But that doesn't make a difference. Golden State sweeps the series. So I think there's going to be two sweeps in the Western Conference, one most likely in the Eastern, and all the top seeds move on because it's the NBA playoffs and it's just like, you know, how it's always going to be. There's not many sports that if there's one through eight seed, you have much hope, but basketball especially. Usually whoever's the top seed wins. All right, so moving on. Second round. I'll give my somewhat predictions. I'm just going to say who I think is going to be moving on because I'd rather do these round by round when it actually happens. So you have my first round, which I'll go over again. Eastern Conference, you have Celtics, Cleveland, Toronto, Washington. Western Conference, you have Golden State, San Antonio, Houston, and L.A. I mean, it's the top four seeds in each side. doesn't get much simpler than that. Second round is where it's going to get interesting. Celtics fans are going to hate me. You'll find out why. Cleveland takes care of Toronto is what I'm going to believe happens. Uh, But I think Washington upsets the Celtics and makes it to the finals. Okay, I was just giving you all a second to, you know, kind of wrap your brains around that. Plain and simple, I think if the Celtics do get forced to go seven games against Chicago, they're going to be tired. Washington, I think, ends up, you know, utilizing that, taking it to their advantage, and... Taking the Celtics down. The Celtics are good. Don't get me wrong, but they have streaks that are not pretty, and I think that might hit them in the playoffs if they have to go seven games against a Chicago Bulls team that, you know, will also rough them up. So that's my Eastern Conference, which means my Eastern Conference finals, Cleveland, Washington, another fun series. But before we get there, we have Golden State, L.A., Golden State, We'll probably advance on because LA will probably choke. It's what they do, but maybe they force five or six games. Most likely not. Houston, San Antonio. I want to see Houston win this series only for the fact that I just want to see a three-point bonanza in the Western Conference. Why I'm saying the word bonanza? Don't know. But that's what I feel like. It's going to be a bonanza. Why not? Let's. Get, let's it's Friday. I can let loose a little bit with my vocabulary. It could be fun. But yeah, so I think it's going to be. Golden State, I'm going to go Houston. I think Houston somehow finds a way to beat San Antonio just because if they get hot from three, it's game over. And then, so that means Western Conference is the Warriors, Rockets, Eastern Conference is Cavs, Wizards. Cavs take down the Wizards in my prediction, mainly because LeBron. Again, I mean, there's no other reason I need besides that. San and not San Antonio. Wow, I already forgot. Golden State, Houston will literally come down to which team shoots better from three-point land. It's going to be hard to say who. Golden State, we've seen streaks where they you know, just haven't been able to hit. Houston's had the same thing, though. But Houston takes a lot more three-pointers. So if they can average you know, 40, 45% a game 
with how many more they take from three. He keeps them in the series. I think they push it in the end, though. It's going to be the same NBA Finals that we've seen the past two years, and nobody's going to be disappointed about that. Let's be honest. KD gets added to the mix. It makes it a little more interesting. The Cavs have had an up-and-down year. Can they maybe do it and pull off the miracle again? I mean, how they went last year, none of us really know. But plain and simple, it'll be Cavs-Warriors. My heart wants to go with Cavs. My mind says Warriors. I say it goes at least six or seven games. And... I want to give it to Cleveland mainly because I want to see Katie go to Golden State trying to win a championship and lose on it. And that to me would be fun. So I'll give it to Cleveland. Cleveland are my NBA champions. Uh, We'll see how that goes going forward. But in general, enjoy the first round starting tomorrow. You got tomorrow's games are going to be, let me just double check because, you know, I'm a nice guy. I want to check for you because you deserve it. And so tomorrow we have. Cleveland Pacers, Toronto, Milwaukee, San Antonio, Memphis, Clippers, Jazz. So, you know, good first day of NBA basketball. It's going to be going all day starting at 3. Um, but that's all I'm going to say that this time around, guys. I mean, NBA is where it's going to be at right now. I know you're probably thinking, but Greg, you do know there's hockey playoffs, right? I do. I don't care. I'm not a hockey guy. Never claimed to be. I will tell you this, though. Their opening ceremonies in Canada have been phenomenal. The Edmonton Oilers having O Canada sung by the fans gave me chills. I mean, no other way to describe it. Chills. I mean, it was awesome. Last night, the Canadians had a guy running around the ice. Not running, skating around the ice with a torch. That was pretty cool. Um, But, yeah. I mean, if you ask me who I think is going to win the NHL playoffs... Ugh, I don't know. I kind of want to see San Jose. Uh, why? Just because, again, I mean, it doesn't really matter why. I don't have I don't have my, my team's not in it. I'm a Devils fan. Don't follow the Devils that much, but that's who I cheer for if I'm going to cheer for anybody. Uh, I know Niedermeyer used to be out west. That makes me, you know, a little more into whoever it is that has him. I don't even know if he's still playing, but... Just in general. Hockey, not my thing. I'm not going to even try to act like it is. Like I just said, I don't even know who's on what team. So, I'm going to go with San Jose just because Ken. And that's about it. So, that's my NHL take. Fire. Fire NHL take. You don't even have to tell me. I already know. It was just amazing. You're all probably thinking there. How, Greg, how are you not a hockey analyst? I don't know, guys. I don't know. But... You know, besides that, baseball's in full swing. Uh, you know, not many big storylines coming out of the baseball world, except the Mariners' grasshopper sales have been through the roof. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Seattle Mariners have been selling grasshoppers at a concession stand. And I tweeted about it a week ago. People got were, you know, cool about it. People were angry about it with me. It was very odd. People were saying, why are you talking for every other baseball fan? Which I didn't. Just saying. But in general, they're selling grasshoppers. They've sold roughly 18,000 grasshoppers according to a story I just read. Which is nuts. That's more than the store or restaurant that actually is running the stand sells in a year. It has gotten so bad, they are now having to put a cap on how many plates of it can be sold a game. 
and it's going to be 312 for the Friday night's game, so tonight's game, in honor of Edgar Martinez's career batting average. So if you're one of the first 312 people, congrats, you can get an order of grasshoppers. If not, I guess you're just going to have to wait for those critters with chili paste and all of that. It's very odd to me. I personally want to eat them. Maybe one just because. Why not? But odd overall. So that's basically what's going on in baseball. NFL is always going on. It's weird. Romo's done. He's going to be an announcer. Marshawn Lynch is coming back. Aaron Hernandez is not guilty. Breaking news, just so you know. He's been acquitted of the former uh, count of murder where he was being accused of killing two people. So, hey, breaking news. We always have it for you. Uh, that's a little weird. He's still going to be in jail for a very long time. I think potentially life. Um, but, yeah, so that's about it. That's all that's going on. So, listen, guys, I know podcasting past few weeks has not been fantastic. It's just me by myself. I'm trying to. It. I thought I was going to have some stuff for you this week. Work stuff got in the way. I've been busy. I'm looking for a house now. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on. And I know you're like, excuses? Champions don't make excuses. And I know that. As a champion myself, I know. Shouldn't be making excuses. But I'm making some. Anyway, if you like what you hear, please review, subscribe, listen to us. I promise another person will be joining me at some point, whether it's James, me and my actually try to pursue a guest this week. And also, if you have ideas, tweet them at me, sportsstance underscore. On Twitter, you can find it through going to www.thesportsstance.com. Just type in the sportsstance on Twitter search bar, and we will probably come up because there's like one other one of us on there, and they're not active, so you can figure out who's who. And just in general. Send us your thoughts. Send me things that you find interesting, what you think about. You know, we have some great interaction from some people, and it's fantastic, and I enjoy it. But, you know, send me your thoughts on what's going on in sports. Send me an audio clip if you want to. Uh, You can find our email. I'll figure out a way um, to put it up, I think. If anything, you can just send it to the blog at gmail.com because, you know, I'm super creative. Uh, I think there's definitely a shorter one. I think there's one like contact us at there. We'll figure it out though. Anyway, so, you know, send me your thoughts. Send me what you think. Send me your stance. Follow us on Twitter. Like I said, retweet us, uh, you know, like things, tell your friends, tell your family about us. If they like sports, I want to have an interactive thing with everybody that listens to us. And in general, If you also want to write for us, you know, I've been back to the blogging aspect of it. I try to put out two or three a day outside of the waking up with some morning wood, which uh, I think is super clever. Not to pat myself on the back, but I did. So there's that. But if you want to potentially write for us, you know, send me something to read uh, and maybe I'll give you access to the blog and you can post your own stories, you know, tweet about it. Do whatever you want. I mean, I want this to become a, you know, something where people can really interact with each other and give their sports opinions and ideas. But besides that, if you've already stopped listening, that's fine. Uh, I'm about to hit around a half hour again, which is always good. I like to try to keep it at least that. So you have something of substantial length. Uh, Also, if there's any podcasts listening and they want me to come on and talk some sports or maybe some other things, try to figure it out. 
you know, I got to start getting out into that podcast community that I'm a part of besides just tweeting, retweeting at people and talking with them through Twitter, you know, so let me know. I'm open to a lot of things. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. Enjoy your Friday. Grab a drink. Enjoy some of the baseball games this weekend, basketball, hockey, whatever you're into. Enjoy it all. Maybe you can go play around to golf because it is gorgeous out. Have a good holiday. If you're celebrating this weekend, if you already celebrate this past week, shalom. I think that's correct. I don't know. Please don't judge me on that. But talk to you guys later. Have a good one. The Sports Sports Dance.